nasty uh by the way sorry chat i know there's no audio on the thing i forgot i screwed that up but i'll fix that for later don't you worry little heads uh hi it's already good today is already great uh welcome to core this is the heroes of the storm podcast uh with me scott johnson bo schwartz and john jagger and today i feel like starting us off already with this Okay, we don't actually have to do a Dear Martha. Oh, oh you want to do it? Okay, hold on. All right, here we go. Uh, let's, start it over. let's start that over. All right. Everybody would like to start the show in, a, in the only fashion that we can think of that would actually work for today's news. Here it is. My dearest Martha, today I write you confused from the battlefront. Everyone seems just a little more solid. I mean, we're still here doing what we do. Everybody seems a little glum about the proceedings. I mean, I know in my letters in the past, I've told you war is hell and times are hard. But dang it, it's just so satisfying to shoot that Diablo repeatedly over and over and watch him get real frustrated. And then he's stomping in the wrong direction. And I just know, Martha, I know he's tilted AF. (laughs) Anyway, Martha... I don't know why it's so somber all of a sudden. I'm here to tell you that I'm still here, still having a good time, and I will continue to write you letters. Unless, of course, I am murdered (laughs) by a small murloc with a fish. Yours in this life and the next, WandaBilly10. Wow, 10. 10th Wonder yeah. Billy. Okay. Yeah. Wonder William is what I was thinking you were going to go for, but no. Wonder Billy it was. Um, all right. So we start the show off a little somber uh, because there was some news that dropped today. And, you know, admittedly, some of this was uh, writing on the wall. We kind of were expecting something. All this quiet talk or quietness. There's no talk at all. Quietness about the future of the HGC and their competitive plans for 2019. That includes, you know, Heroes of the Dorm and other other one-off events. Uh, was kind of deafening, that silence, and figured something was coming, or at least changing. And uh, I think the other sign was you, st- you saw a spate, a whole run of, of uh, casters and prominent personalities and streamers all around the same time shifting gears. New opportunities, new thing came up. Hey, it's... Uh, Gillyweed, she's leaving the hero streaming stuff, but she's heading on over to there to to, to Rocket League because that's a job opportunity, and not really making mention of the other reasons maybe why she wouldn't be chairing a uh, a season of HGC as a as one of the casters. So I felt like the more that happened was the actual those were more the more obvious tells that something was coming down the pipe. The silence is one thing, but seeing all of those guys make these little announcements about. I'm not playing heroes now. Now I'm doing this or I'm playing heroes less or I'm no longer exclusively doing this thing or I'm leaving this job to do another job. I think that was the writing on the wall. And now we have the writing and it's on a wall and we're going to talk so about it's, it. it. It's come up just on that front. It's come up from various sources that the news has hit a lot of those people as news today for mm. them. 
that the transitions that you've been seeing, like fan leaving, uh, taking a break, Trixler moving on to do streaming, were unrelated and unprovoked by any announce. I mean, probably they were brought on somewhat by silence or a lack of communication, but for the most part, I think everyone was blindsided by this, including, I don't know. I don't, don't know. I don't, if, if, if you're, <laughs> if you're stuff that might have been going on internally within the company, like this was a from on high decision. I don't doubt and, that, but I do think I don't know if I completely hundred percent buy that. And here's why: these are people who, as the year rolls down, are thinking about their 2019 employment, and their employment currently involves working for or around Blizzard in whatever capacity they're working in. We'll use Gillyweed as an example, and only she can truly speak for herself. But mm-hmm. to to get down to this wire and find out that sh- that her employment plans had nothing to do with heroes, and she instead accepted a gig to do more full time stuff for a different game, I think that's because she had to know they're not going to leave them up till. I mean, if Blizzard let pe- left people in the lurch right up until today, no, that's, that's worse. What, that's what that's what happened because yeah. we've had we've had. Uh, you know, Jay Howe was on stream on his honeymoon, having just found out today that he's not casting next year. Trixler was on a stream. I well, didn't watch it, but I was. It was reported he was being tearful at the announcement, even though he had decided to move on. He hadn't expected this. Um, my sense is from the rumor mill and from what people are publicly saying and how they're reacting is that this was a rug from out underneath everyone moment then it's worse than i thought if you are if that upsets you or sounds worse my understanding is at this time that is the case that's what we are talking about essentially is not like here on the show i talked about this six months ago about you know the game it can't sustain the way it's going but um a lot of people there's a secondary market in terms of careers for professionals, casters, people aspiring, content creators who want to create content for the community who are impacted by this and have suddenly had the landscape shifted very abruptly. Yeah. And my sense is maybe even internally, this was also somewhat of a decision hot off. Yeah, I haven't read anything that came out and said flat out, oh, we didn't internally know. But I have read some some tweets and things like that where you can definitely infer that this was news to maybe some people on the team as well. And certainly I would say that the BlizzCon stuff, in my opinion, the game content that was announced didn't behave to me in a way to suggest that they knew it was coming. We have a new event that the... I know Oscar, who does a lot of the art for them, was tweeting out quite proudly about there was two reworks, new uh, two reworks uh, coming out and um, big gameplay changes. Oh, and Orphea, a, a new direction for the game itself. I don't think, I don't think we would have seen so much love in the heroes' direction had this been had this been something we've seen. It just doesn't sort of add up. And adding to it also what we know in light of how decisions are made at the company with respect to alleged happenings at Blizzard regarding Reaper of Souls launching quite successfully and it being canned (laughs) at that point because that's what that article described. It doesn't seem outside the realm of possibility for Heroes team trying everything they can to support, promote the game and then have a sudden sea change from 
a higher position up top to redirect the course of the company's projects. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think you're right about all of it. Um, I'm a little... Um, I mean, I'm going to talk about an intangible. It's kind of an intangible here, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. My problem isn't so much that business is business and decisions have to be made on that level and changes have to be made. This happens everywhere. People decide to shut down games entirely. That's not what they announced today for Heroes. Um, although some could say that now that writing's on the wall. I don't know if I agree with that. But anyway, <clears throat> this stuff happens all the time in the industry. We're not new to it. It always bums me out because it means some people are out of jobs. Some people's work here, they put so much passion in is now shut down and no longer available. Like there's a lot of reasons to sort of feel bad around that, but it's not totally and wholly unexpected. Where this one's rubbing me all kinds of wrong is it just feels very unlike Blizzard historically. Um, and it even feels more unlike Blizzard historically after you telling me that a lot of these people say they were blindsided. If there was zero knowledge leading into this for people like casters who were in, you know, in the chair ready to go for next year and just waiting on news um, all the way down to employees working on stuff within the team, if this was a big grand surprise to them on December 13th, 2018, that blows monkeys. And that's not, yeah. that's not, traditional blizzard the traditional blizzard approach and i scoffed at the rumors a few weeks ago or the idea anyway they were unsubstantiated but the rumors and thoughts that mike morheim left the company because he did not want to do the things that he was being asked to do pressured to do did not want to be the guy who for 27 years always made it work when he had to go use a credit card to pay payroll he did it when he had to make a game happen, he would. And when he had to be part of canceling something before it came out, he would be part of that because they had this, this really hardcore blizzard philosophy about when it's right, it's right, and then we make it, and then we support it until our dying day. This today is not that tone at all. This is like the opposite of that tone. And it, it makes me wonder if that's, there's not something to this the aftermath of the Mobile Diablo announcement and how messy that was announced, uh, this happening the way it's happening. Um, again, these are intangibles. These are just things we come to expect from Blizzard. It's what always set them apart and above what the rest of the industry does. And now I'm not so sure that that's what's happening anymore or moving forward. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to just I don't want to get completely emotionally distraught about a thing that probably just comes down to dollars and cents and and a company decision that probably needed to be made. HTC was a very expensive thing to roll out, but that bothers me less than them saying, "Well, we're going to also take our most talented people and we're going to start spreading them around the company and having them do other things." And and says the cadence of the game will change, a weird term to use. Um like all of that stuff feels very unblizzard like to me. Yeah, there's two there's two facets to the conversation. One is the HGC specifically and how it affects those people. The other is is just players of the game what the change means for us, right? Like I feel like there's two different threads to this. Yeah. And they both intermingle, you know, cuz people will say, "Well, there's no esports in this game. I'm not going to play casually cuz it's not worth there's no return on my investment of time in this game when I could be playing league and chatting with my friends about what happened with the league league of legends games and being a part of that culture. So, so on the professional side for the people paying, and I, I've had people tweet me 
this just to frame it if you're listening to this a few days later like this news came out about an hour and a half ago yeah so they're all the personalities who've been tweeting that they're upset about the delays are live streaming now their reactions talking with their communities they're they're out there right now some of them are reportedly playing league of legends as we speak in protest um the hgc side if i've had people ask me <laughs> to rip into blizzard um because a lot of people there there's there was investment in a scene in a professional workplace for people there are people who have moved content change continents to invest in next year's hgc to try and build a career and basically it's just all gone and on one perspective i understand that's not it's not a, a way to treat people as an exemplar of its mission statement in terms of how it treats people this definitely falls short uh, without question mm-hmm. you know you could take a little more of a thread behind that and say well you know contract work is contract work things come and go and you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket as a professional but a lot of these people are very young who do this and aren't necessarily in that frame of mind where like projects fall through you don't you know if, if you make a thing and it doesn't happen or if you invest in a thing you know you kind of have backup plans and continue on so but a lot of these folks are young folks and a lot of these folks are very enthusiastic about blizzard and blizzard does set the expectation whether it wants to or not that it's investing has its mission statement of treating people with respect and it's investing in people understanding that they're making decisions for their lives based on that and so the way that this was is handled is being handled thus far is not good if they are going to pay some compensation to the players and take care of it that way i think that would be very good it's they just announced it so i don't know but i imagine they're going to receive a lot of feedback and they should do something there's a price to pay to pull out and it can't just be drop everything right and i think the community's opinion we want to make sure those people are cared for who invested time starting up the, the players specifically if they were put out moved They've, you know, committed, I've been practicing. So there's some people who are just get, who just qualified for the 2019 HGC season that found out all their hard work playing in open division is going to come to nothing just out of the blue. There, there are some situations here that I think need redress. And, and I agree with that. I think we're going to, we're going to talk about a lot tonight. Um, and our tones will probably shift wildly depending on what aspect we're talking about, uh, mm-hmm. because I kind of know how I feel about certain aspects. But I think universally, uh, I think we're all in agreement here that when it comes to the dedicated people who were the casters, the production, the people working on and for HGC and the players uh, that were employed by it, uh, this super sucks for them. There's no... At this point, at least, uh, you know, we can hope for all sorts of stuff. But as it stands, when we recorded this, this is super bad for them. There is no bright siding that aspect of it. No. Now, no. we'll get into what this means for people who play the game and love the game and just just want to do that. Uh, but when it comes to the professionals and the professional scene, there's no silver lining on this cloud. No, unless yeah. unless they step forward and redress any you know, they take care of the people that made some big changes to their lives uh, to support their game through their esports program. 
um, you know, paying them one year or one half years of salary uh, severance, even though they don't have to. I think that they have a mission statement. <laughs> they have to live up to that. So, I mean, I think they have to, are, but they contractually, they probably don't. And I'm not saying no, they that don't, they won't. But because you don't have to do something doesn't mean you shouldn't do something. No, and I've had these kinds of talks with employers before when they're like, we don't have to pay you for that. And I'm like, I know, but I'm, I'm a good employee. Yeah. You're going to pay me because, you know, like you want to keep me happy and, and you want to have a good reputation. <laughs> and so this is a situation that calls for it. The company made the decision to stop. That's a separate topic. The fact is some people did make arrangements, pin their hopes and dreams on this kind of stuff. Please take care of them. That's, yeah. I think that's all I, I really have to say I mean, about that. I hundred percent agree with that. And I really hope that they follow through on that. Um, again, I don't know what these contracts look like. I'm sure they had exit clauses based on, you know, at any time we feel like sure. we need to dissolve these, we can. That's that's typical stuff. <clears throat> but having all the silence come and then having it thrown on everybody apparently the way it was today is just a very un-Blizzard-like thing to do. Now, some people in the chat room are going, well, Blizzard's always been bad about communication. This isn't the same as that. Uh, usually what what that is is that Blizzard's quiet because they're busily working on a thing that when they release it, it's awesome and everyone loves it. That's not the same as them going quiet about a thing and then deciding to spring it on everybody without letting them know. Maybe they're worried about leaks, so they didn't want to tell the pros. They didn't want to tell the casters ahead of time. Um, that may have been floated there, and they were like, yeah, it's better not to have it out that way. We'd rather control the conversation, but that comes with its own issues, and now we're dealing with those. But you know, uh, and, and I'm very ignorant of all these things. So, and I, we do have a bit of a platform, so I'm always cautious. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I wish I, you know, I'm nervous saying this, but I'm like, I feel like why wouldn't you just say 2019 would be the last year of, of HGC? Right. You know, you can still deliver the same announcement and spin down the game. It is Blizzard after all, you know, I, it's the suddenness of everything is also. Yeah, that's my big hang up. Chat room keeps yelling things like we know this is Activision. No, we don't know it's Activision. We don't have any idea of that. It's too easy of a thing to say, well, it's Activision once again, pull, you know, push, pushing too much of their weight around or whatever. Maybe, but we have no idea what this is. We have no idea. Well, look, yeah. And, and I'm I, we're I'm beginning this for me anyways. What I, what I want to talk about is are the HCC people and people that are affected in the manner in which this is communicated because the community and the perception, everyone sees the same thing. It was sudden. They need to be taken care of. They need to be let down gently. And Blizzard has a mission statement to treat people with respect. And that needs to happen here. Right. The flip side is the conversation about whether this is the right decision for Blizzard or not. And that's not necessarily as a cut and dry <laughs> of a situation to have feelings about. Yeah. Um, you know, so I feel like, yes, they. It, it's sad for the people involved. It's in a way, it's 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 affects us, and it's, it's we feel sad. Like I said prior to recording the show, it feels like we're going to a funeral, mm -hmm. because also included in the statement from Jail and Brack released today is that the game is what's the quotation? Sorry, is it the use we'll of the word actively cadence? supporting the game with new heroes, themed events, and other content that our community loves? Though that cadence will change. Ultimately, we're setting up the game for long term sustainability. My thoughts immediately go to Diablo 3 and what long-term sustainability looks like. Now, we know Heroes works a year in advance, so we probably can expect a year of hero releases. Maybe a map. There's probably stuff there that's pretty close to prime time. Right. Um, 
Aren't you more? Aren't you more worried about like? I mean, not. It's a dumb way to ask this question, but I'm concerned that long long term sustainability means that it can run and do okay and have a minimum staff working on things, whatever that minimum is, and and can do okay whether that's break even or whatever. But that gives me really rumbly feelings about um, character um, balance and their desire to make it as balanced as possible uh, of a game because now no, the pressure's off for the competitive end of it. So why yeah, would Mar- you? It's Mario Kart now. Well, do we want... I'm, I mean, I may want that. I'm not saying I don't. I'm saying I might be I might be happier with uh, something that's a little bit upside down, but I'm not going to be happy if suddenly um, uh, Diablo is just destroying everybody to keep using uh, John's character from so earlier. I- but, you know, I, I need them was, to think of those things or that's going to suck in a game that relies on balance. And I'm not sure if it was said in the statement or if it was inferred in an article or where I heard it from, but uh, they're taking, they're pulling people off that team, right? To work yeah. on other projects. I yeah, think it's, it's in, in the, the statement. statement. Yeah. yeah, they say. So, so I assume they're taking their best minds and putting them in investments where they want to see a better return. Right. So, so... So, uh, you know, that the game will still be what it is. But yes, it may be less balanced. But again, balance is a big definition. The XP changes came in this week. We'll talk about later. Uh, you know, whether you think they're good or not depends on <laughs> what, what what level of professional that you play the game at, I suppose. Right. Um, so I think the big scary thing in this statement for a lot of people is that word cadence. Uh, and I actually looked it up because, I mean, I know what cadence means in a general sense, but I wanted to know what does cadence mean in a business sense? Mm-hmm. And I looked it up and as I found online, cadence in business speak is how often a regularly scheduled thing happens. Mm. So expect that to mean probably fewer hero releases in a year, mm-hmm. maybe fewer, uh, you know, reworks, things like that. One map every three years. That's a scary thing because that doesn't that doesn't tell us anything about what that's going to be. Right now, it's a pretty steady flow of content um, that we're used to. Yeah. It could mean we get maybe three heroes a year, maybe even less. It could mean less than that, and that's a that's a scary premise for a lot of people. Well, it's scary because uh, they're not quantifying it. They're not, you know, Brack didn't say any. I mean, it's and it's probably not the place for it. But I don't know what the place for it is. Like, there's a few things we don't know. What does any of those things mean in quantifiable terms? How many heroes is it a year? Right. How many events is it a year? We don't know. Um, how, uh, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say about his statement? Um, oh, uh, long-term sustainability. We don't know what that means. We don't know what the the stuff they laid out at BlizzCon and technically the BlizzCon before that about matchmaking, about um, MMR, about everything. We don't know what that roadmap is like now. Like literally just a few weeks ago, we were told, all right, well, here's what we're doing. Well, are they, are, is that happening now? We don't know. I don't know. And it I could be, no a, one knows. Yeah. It could be an exciting one for all we know. There was a time on this very show uh, where Bo was a champion for don't do so many updates. I don't need this much new content. I don't need a new hero to learn every uh, every three weeks. No, I like the cadence. But I like a. But, yeah, I agree. I like what they were doing this year. There is a chance that 
we might all adapt and we might be okay with it. And right now, people are going through a lot of emotions. We can already see it in the chat. Some people are angry. People are sad. Some people are yelling at us because we're not being mad enough. Some people are thinking we're too mad. Everybody's all over the place. Yeah. Here's what I know. I know that Heroes is still the game that it was, which I enjoy, and I'm going to keep playing it. And I'm going to keep playing it until either A, they remove my ability to do so, or B, I get sick of the game as it is, and I move on. And a guaranteed way to assure that Heroes never goes anywhere is to push the uninstall button. And I know a lot of people are doing that. And I'm not going to tell any of those people they're wrong. If you're angry and you're saying, I need to uninstall this game and really show Blizzard, I don't think you're going to actually show them anything. But you're well within your right to do that. Go for it. If it makes you feel better, if you want to just move on and cut ties, and that's what you need to do, go for it. But that's not going to lead to a place where Heroes ever becomes healthy again. And it may never, even if we all rallied, it may never get to that place. But enjoy it while it's here. Because if there is a chance that it's going to go away and not be here, enjoy it while you got it. Mm -hmm. um, that's my plan. I would imagine that's the plan of everybody on this show. Um, mm. You know, we don't know what this is going to turn into. There's a chance maybe we don't have enough to do a new show every single week, depending on what cadence ultimately means. We'll figure it out. We'll all figure it out. We're all in the same shitty boat together. Yeah. So well, let's I'm, have a let's have a good time. And well, I'm ride. mad. Look, I'll, I want I'll be the mad one then. Be, so I'm, I'm super pissed. You go ahead. John's being reasonable. I'm, Bo, be mad. Be mad. Be mad, I'm, Bo. I'm being. I understand some things. <laughs> I feel conflicted. I feel many different things. Like it's like when someone passes away, you feel shock, you feel anger, you feel all kinds of things, and they're not reflective of you in your best state. But I'm mad because you know, I've been a part of enough games that have gone the way of the woo. That my one regret with well Diablo three, I didn't know. I found that out this year, and with Planet Side is not leaving early enough to oh, find yeah. other games to play because it's a world full of games. Yeah. And and for me, it's not I'm not gonna say the games changed for me. It's still fun. I still enjoy playing it. And so to what John's saying, yeah, I'll play until I keep playing it until there's not a reason to play anymore for the most part. But do I feel rewarded for my investment in an ecosystem that the company has said it's out to pasture, everyone. No, it's a waste of, it's not a good use of my time. And it's not a good direction to spend my time as a gamer who likes to invest in getting better at a game. If the game's eventually going to be put to pasture, whatever. Unless I'm deciding, no, I'm playing Heroes till I walk into my grave, mm -hmm. which is totally a thing you can do, but it's not going to be something I do. Right. The thing that I'm mad about is vibing off of what Scott says and what we perceive Blizzard to be, and I've had this issue with Hearthstone too, is that this is an opportunity also to double down on the game. Last week, we brought up the subject of we're here four years out maybe, three to four years out on Heroes. It has not made the dent in the MOBA space that it hoped to. 
let's figure out how to do that. Let's let's take all that talent working on new stuff and bring them to work on the game you have that needs help. Yeah. That people love and are passionate about that I've spent many years talking to you all about and playing 10,000 games. Yeah. I, I what I want to hear as a biased hero player is that we're pulling people off the WoW team and the Diablo team. And I'm gonna start yelling, and whatever other team we need to give this a shot. I'm not yelling into the mic, I'm trying to say it away. Am I okay? <laughs> give the game a shot for the love of Christ. <laughs> That's how I feel as a heroes player. Right. F you for doing that. Yeah. So I don't know how, you know, I'll still be playing the game and I'm going to bring my voice back down. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to be playing the game. Wait, before you leave that, can I but, ask you a question before you leave that thing? Let me ask you this real quick. Go back to being the player for a second. Who's had 10,000 games. Yeah. Uh, if I'm, I'm blizzard and I just said to you, we did give it a chance. We've had the game live and running for four years, and we've really pounded away at it. And as it turns out, the MOBA market is so impenetrable that it just didn't work out the way we wanted. And hey, we're not canceling the game; we're just scaling back a bit. What do you, what do you say to that? Because I think that's what they're saying, or at least if we're they haven't scaling. said it yet, they're going to. No, say it's it. it's not what I want. This is my this is my game. This is our game. Uh, someone in the chat room just said I need to get a life. Heroes is my life. <laughs> it, when I'm not planning for D and D. And when I'm not doing core, I'm playing Heroes. I love playing this game. I love watching it. I want to see it succeed. Unfortunately, it's not in my hands whether it succeeds or not, except a little bit of influence we perhaps exert over the community, which I'm honored and privileged to be a part of. But in no way am I happy about my love being told, meh, in any sense, in any sense, in any sense, the thing that you are into you want to see grow you want people to play it i believed in the company i'm feeling shaky because of it and and you know there are examples of games being supported for a long time magic the if i hadn't stopped playing magic the gathering i'd still be in the magic community playing magic the gathering now i'm not you know there there is a philosophy that companies bring to the games that they it's not what's the new assassin's creed this year to me, Blizzard's never been a company that's like, let's do it. Well, let's do Call of Duty 5. They're on the Blizzard launcher now. Those gross pieces of shit on the Battle.net launcher that I don't want. Yeah, I'm going to get hot. I'm, there's a lot of you in here. So, yeah. That's not the Blizzard that I signed up when I got in. When Hearthstone was getting big, I'm like, sweet. Online, they're going to give Magic a run for their money and make a nice UI game. Let's do this. They still don't have a robust system for tournaments and yada, 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 yada. Now, Heroes, sweet, we're going to do our MOBA. When I when Blizzard comes out and says we're going to do a MOBA, to me, they're going to have the competitor mentality. We ha It's an eSport. We have to be the best eSport. So you don't be the best by wilting and not trying to be the best in the space you're trying to compete in. And this is going to be the same in all of Blizzard games for the future. Uh, if they pull the rug out every time sales are dipping down. And that just might be the game company that we're going to have in the future. They're still going to make great titles. Wow's great. I'm looking forward to a new Diablo. I'm not saying I'm never going to touch a Blizzard game again. But am I mad? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know Bo was trying to take somewhat of a counterpoint to me, but I agree with him. I, I mean, I, I know I came at it all reasonable, but if you wanted to say, John, what do you think like, do you think this is the smart move for heroes? 
maybe if I'm a suit that just cares about money and doesn't care about making games, maybe it's the smart move. But this isn't going to help heroes. This does, in my opinion, effectively kill the game. Because I've said for weeks on the show, and it would be hypocritical to not mention this, that Blizzard needs to win hearts and minds to get people into heroes. Finally, we got people to write about our damn game, and the article is Blizzard's backing out of heroes. This is the first article we've had written about the game in months and months. And it's, yeah, Blizzard's not really supporting this game anymore. That's not going to bring in a new crowd. We're going to be struggling to hold on to the people that we have. We've already got people yelling dead game. Blizzard needed to invest time, energy, and effort to turn heroes into a big thing. And they've said they don't want to do that now. So they are continuing to support the game. There's a lot of people out there saying Blizzard's no longer supporting heroes. They have said they are still going to be putting out content. That is supporting the game. Might not be at the frequency we like. Might not be what we want to see or hear. But that's still a support. We'll see what that ultimately means. But I think Bo's right. I think the answer was to go the other direction. There was a lot of things that could have been done to improve heroes. They could have put in a single-player mode like those brawls that got all my friends who play WoW to play heroes and go, oh, this is really great, and then quit as soon as the brawl was gone. It would have held on to them. They could have fixed their currency system, which has been garbage since the launch of 2.0, and I would argue has been the number one reason why Heroes 2.0 failed. They could have fixed that. They chose not to. They chose to go the other way with it. And this is where we are. So it's it's a rough spot. But like I said before, we're kind of all in it together, and we're going to see where it goes. I can't wait for this show to end because I want to go play Heroes with my friends. Yeah, That's where we're at. Yeah. I still love this game. They can make ma- bad decisions and make me angry. I still want to go play this game with my friends. That's where I'm at. Well, it's like and any That's where I'm going to be. Sure. Here's the problem with that for me. I, I I don't disagree with either of you on any of these points. Um so we're all going to be in a lot of un- of unison today, I think, but uh when you find out as something that you really care about is going away or changing in a drastic way or being scaled back in a drastic way, whatever that may be, um, your favorite car company is going out of business. Your favorite coffee shop on the corner is calling it quits. Uh, it's that feeling I have right now. And can I still go there and enjoy that cup of coffee for a little while longer? Yes, but I'm going to think about it constantly and mm-hmm. it's going to drive me crazy. Because I'm in the same boat tonight. I can't wait to play games because I love playing with my friends. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's why I love this game. It's why I started the show. There's a reason it exists. It's because of all of those things. And I really want to do it. But the whole time we play tonight, I'm going to think about it. And maybe the next time and the next time. And probably until something changes on the Blizzard end, that's, I'm going to have to sit here and think and worry and wonder. And, and that's a bummer, man. <laughs> like... Game, and games are even more prone to this, I think, than uh, a lot of other things in life. Jobs come and go, companies come and go, opportunities come and go. That's true in life in general, but 
There are so many games now and so many ways for you to become so passionate about one, to be involved in its community. Just imagine being somebody who just really liked Wildstar. That's gone now and they're done. You can't do anything about it. Like it sucks. Gamers have a very special high pitched version of this life thing. And this is one of those, those times where I'm feeling that way. And I opened today, I came into this day not feeling this way and I feel this way now. And, and, and maybe some of this stuff needs to, you know, run its emotional course and not just be an hour and a half ago. Stuff's still popping. People on forums going, I was lied to. I was told there, uh, I work for, I, I play for whatever team. And we were told there was uh, a 2019 HTC uh, and we were all set to go. And we've already spent money doing this training thing. And, and there's no verification of this. There's no proof of it. Like it's all happening at once in real time, which is sometimes pretty bad. That's a bad time to be getting your news. And so we're still in that window right now as we record. And that's making this even a little bit harder, I think. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just, at the end of the day, I just love Heroes of the Storm. And part of what I like about it is the living, breathing game that others are working on all the time to make better and better and better. Sometimes not, sometimes something bad happens, sometimes something good happens, but they're always working on it. And instead, what I'm looking at is down the barrel of this weird year end for Blizzard where. BlizzCon was weird, and the Diablo thing is freaking weird, and the tone on that was really busted. Like, what were they thinking there? And we got a transition of the top brass, and then, you know, talk over at Activision of them losing money. If you want my personal opinion, I do think this is Activision throwing weight around. I just don't like to talk about it much because we have no way of knowing, so it's kind of a pointless argument. So uh, my gut tells me that. Speculation? Yeah. It's just... I'm just... Yeah, I speculate that they're probably right. Now, to what level, I don't know. Um... Like, in, in the case you were talking about the other stuff on the launcher, doesn't bother me a bit. In fact, I think Blackout Mode and Black Ops is awesome, and I like that it's on a launcher I trust. So I don't have didn't a problem It didn't bother me till today. Hey, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm getting at, is it's starting, those things are starting to creep in and seep in. And not only that, WoW's in a weird place right now. They just launched a big new patch that should have been a huge deal this week for WoW. And instead, all I'm hearing from people is, well, I ran through the new stuff in two hours, and the rest of it's kind of boring. Like, they're kind of in a weird place, man, like across the, 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 the thing, they're all working on mystery projects that apparently all their most top talent, which means their top paid employees, by the way, are all working on stuff we don't know about yet. Apparently it's very mobile related. And if that's the case, that already pisses off a bunch of hardcore core gamers. So there's this, this weird transition right now. And I don't know what to make of it. Cause I don't know what the end game is. I don't know what the, the end result is, but it does feel like a change in the wind. This feels like one more piled on top of that. Um, you know, they. I used to scoff at this stuff. It's like, oh, Metzen left. Eh, well, it's because he... And I've talked to Metzen, and I know how he was feeling personally. So I know why he left. But there were others that then left, and then a few others that left, and then some that ran off to Bonfire and basically jumped ship to the worst possible competitor in the in the minds of Blizzard because that was all a big turncoat thing. And and I used to just scoff at that and go, ah, whatever. You guys are reading too much into it. This is just whatever. But net, but today I'm feeling like, oh, maybe not. Maybe Josh Mascara leaving the the Diablo team after what we learned in that Kotaku article really bummed him out. And he was like, get me out of here. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, if you turned around the Diablo 3 franchise, I said Diablo 3 franchise like it's its own thing. But, you know, if you came in and, and saved that game, essentially, and changed hearts and minds... And they, the response to that was, and again, speculation on the article, but I have no reason not to believe it. Uh, and they turned around and said, yeah, that expansion you're working on, you're not working on it anymore. We don't trust you. 
I'd probably not want to work for that company too. Mm-hmm. That would lose a lot of faith from me. It would as it would for me as well. And not only that, I hadn't thought about this till just now, but even though this was the stepchild trying to perform the esports thing in the overall, you know, picture of Blizzard's esports, if the PR is bad enough <laughs> around HTC being clobbered like this in the way it was clobbered, how much of that bleeds over to the Overwatch side and makes investors in that side, which we're talking now millions of dollars invested into teams, ownerships that are like the NFL, they had a successful season, but but that kind of stuff can't feel good, you know, to see that the other just, wing of the company you've thrown all your weight behind is doing this weird thing. And Overwatch isn't exactly breaking new records while they're getting their lunch handed to them by things like Fortnite and others. So I don't, and 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 to top all of that off, you know, Activision has relied on their Call of Duty money for so long. That's not what it used to be for them. Just like Madden's not what it used to be for EA. Like they're in a weird pinch. Just you know, uh, like kind of everybody is. It's a weird. The industry is weird right now. I think a lot of this are those winds blowing the sails of Blizzard and Blizzard trying to react and they're doing a very poor job of it right now and this bums me out to even say words like that because some of my favorite people i've ever known in my life work at blizzard you could argue that most of my podcasting career is is uh is connected in some way somehow interweaved with the tissue of blizzard it just is and it has been since i started playing their games in the early 90s just always had a connection it's just always been there and it's gotten greater and greater and greater and i've i've valued it and i love it and there are people on the heroes team especially i I cannot say enough about the heroes uh, community teams and PR teams of the last year and a half, two years. They've been yep. incredible. I, I, I actually want to share a little anecdote, which I, I want to share it on the show because I think we've talked about it. But at BlizzCon this year, on the we went to an event at the House of Blues. Is that what that was called? Yeah, mm-hmm. House of Blues, yeah. We went to an event there, and um, <clears throat> I remember we all left, and then we had separated, and I was by myself walking back to the hotel. And I ran into Kyle Dates. And this was before the Orphea, the night before the Orphea announcement. And it was like midnight. And he was wandering off somewhere, I guess. And it was past midnight. And he stopped and he talked. So he didn't reveal anything to me about what was going to be announced tomorrow. And instead of it being a waste of his time, he talked to me for about an hour and a half. We just stopped in the street and talked. And that's the only time I really got a chance to speak with him. And it was very off the record. He was very enthusiastic. He's just an amazing person and then I, we were there so long that john finally showed up and we yeah. talked to him for another hour it was like three in the morning like we just in the middle of you know whatever that road is that's there like not anywhere just stopped talked the pat like that's why i know like this is a blind side because like the passion for the project the people working on the heroes team is there they you know it, it's there in spades and if he's a reflection of what the quality of person that works for Blizzard is like, then all of their games are in really good hands. I think the paradigm, the problem with the models that they have is that the game industry often launches games, sports them a bit, and gets rid of them. And we as players have expectations that these games will be supported for a long time because we're building a culture and a community around them. And so when we take away competitive from a principally competitive genre, we're left with not much. 
Well, and when and, Mike Morheim, when Morheim used to get up and say every voice matters, and when they emblazoned that permanently into a plaque in every corner of the of Blizzard's campus, that every voice matters. I don't think that the idea back then was that every voice matters in this boardroom with four of us, and that's what I feel like happened. Um, I just found something that kind of upsets me, but uh, somebody somebody who covers esports was told a week ago. And he says on her Twitter account, well, even though I've known for a week, this is still a hard pill to swallow. And she references this post. Well, other people are catching wind of her thing going, whoa, wait a minute. You were told a week ago. This guy says, well, good thing I was a team owner. And I asked repeatedly for, for information, even signed on for an apartment and was given zero information regarding my job in 2019. Like there are people who if they really left people out to swing in the wind like this. Oh, they That's did. where That's... my problem comes in. It's not that your game's not profitable and you got to do something to curb it. I understand that. Totally get it. Still painful, but I get it. And when that happens, you have a, I think, moral imperative to sit down and go, all right, who does this affect? Let's take the time and figure this out and talk to everyone and make this right as we can. That's what you have to do. And it doesn't sound like they did that. And that really yeah. rubs my cheese. This is this is worse than I've never told anybody this story, but I was I was offered to go work for well, I shouldn't say who. Anyway, I got an, a job offer to work for a controversial game company to do PR stuff, podcast stuff, some other stuff. I had a weird feeling about it and I said no. Six months later, without anybody knowing it, everything came crashing down. And I would have been one of the people that got moved out there, relocated found a house somewhere in this place that was very expensive to live. I won't say what state. And I would have been left in the wind with no options with me and my family just, just dangling out there. And I didn't do it. And I'm really glad I didn't, but I remember thinking, man, how must that feel? That's how, if that's what's happening here, this is really bad form. Like yeah, well, really, talk, really bad form, dude. As far as I know, Jay, how, and I don't know very much about his personal life. And my understanding was, he wasn't part of the first wave of casters and people, but he was someone that they saw was working hard. He even tweeted out today, like other games, no one will outwork me. Very brazen and macho, which I, everyone kind of digs, I think, his swagger a bit when it comes to stuff like that. Also got a chance to talk to a BlizzCon. He was he was very nice. Yeah, cool. I think he knows you called him a toad face. So. I know. I feel bad uh, about that. Yeah, yeah, I felt bad, too. He, he made a little comment. Was, <laughs> sorry. It was a poor. It was poor. <laughs> I apologize on behalf of Scott. OK, it was. Yeah judgment but he was very nice and uh, he sorry my original point was he wasn't a part of the first wave he was part of the second wave and he's relocated out there you know i think it's pretty obvious for the express purse uh, express purpose to be like the number one caster man for for heroes like he's hungry for it he just moved out there just got married he's on his honeymoon today mm. and he's just i don't know what he's doing now mm. He's, you know, no, that's it. It's done. It's the exact situation you described pretty much. Yeah. And that really sucks. Like, yeah, sucks. I mean, there's a lot of us here in the chat on the show saying, well, let's see what the future of heroes is for us at home. Cause we don't know. We're still on the hook to find out what cadence actually means. But for the esports people, they know they're done. It's just done. Now, I did see a bit of a discussion before we actually started tonight on, and it's always funny when these things happen because all of a sudden every, everybody becomes a uh, terminology nerd. Yeah. And someone was <laughs> like, they're taking a break. And someone was like, what memo did you read? They, they're taking a break. They're done. Yeah. <laughs> and I would argue 
Well, neither is really accurate. They said there's no HGC in 2019. I could be stupidly optimistic and say, that doesn't mean there's no HGC in 2020. I wouldn't bet on it if you said, John, put money where your mouth is. But that doesn't mean it's done either. Yeah. So, is going to be the comeback kid? Uh, maybe. Who knows? Well, maybe. esports, esports grow, does grow out of grassroots communities. Like things that are small do snowball. And if this game continues on and has a community supporting it, if people are enthusiastic to play it, you know, this is an opportunity. Now that there's no HGC, an enterprising person might find a way to make a viewable competitive experience on Twitch. Not to the extent of HGC, but something like that, at least watchable, even if no one's making money at it. It's not the end. It's the end of a certain level of expectation. It's just Blizzard. I think the sad part for me is that they're not going to be supporting pushing it higher. Mm. Right. But it could cocoon up. I mean, Heroes did anybody come think out? Fortnite would become the most popular thing in the world? No. Fortnite, a game that for the longest time, I'm not talking about the battle royale mode i'm talking about original fortnite a weird zombie invasion fortnite. hold your ground game <laughs> yeah. that I was in- everybody joked was never going to even come out yeah. i was in the uh, beta and i hated it yeah. it was bad <laughs> it, it was bad yeah. listen to what we're talking about on this game this is a game that people thought no it's not going to come out it's not going to mean anything it's not going to do anything yeah. i know I don't know what's happening in the gaming community anymore. Who knows what heroes becomes? Yeah. Maybe the scrappy ragtag oh. skeleton crew decides to put together some mode that all of a sudden becomes the next big thing that everybody's now learning the unique dances to and pissing off teachers in school with. We don't know. Mm. So, 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 and on that note for looking for silver linings, since you know we don't have to balance this game that much, can you just give us the map editor and put a little place where we can upload our map? <laughs> yes, with whoever's left after all your top talent leaves, could you please put whoever's just, left just, on uh, that? Just do they have the tool? Just put the tools publicly. Put some stoppers on it to make sure whatever, whatever. But give us the tools. Yeah. Bo's That's an opportunist. The- <laughs> He's like, now's my time. Now's my time now, for map editor. Yeah. You know what? Someone will some it, it to vibe on what John says. This thing goes on pass, uh, goes out to pasture. Yeah, somebody makes a game mode that resounds with the community, and then Blizzard hopefully will pay more attention to it this time, and maybe heroes can see new life. There's opportunities here. There is. I it's have... not all doom and gloom. It's I... bad for the players and the people in that ecosystem. Right. For us as gamers, game's still running. There'll still be new content. There may be less people, and you may feel less like playing, and that sucks. But there may be, we may still see, I know I'm very enthusiastic about the game. We'll see how the chips fall as time goes on after this. There may be, you know, as John said, a future that involves the game that we're very passionate about and love. Right. Here, here's, the, here's the thing I would say uh, is part of the, oh, the, the, big, the biggest problem that we never address. It's a little bit of an elephant in the room, but the elephant is sometimes invisible. So I want to throw water on it so you can all see this this elephant that's been sitting here, okay, for all these oh, years. It's an invisible it's, elephant. It's an invisible Little elephant, but now we, but now we can crazy. see him because I only I only threw water on him, but I also dumped a bunch of flour on him. So now he's like a white <laughs> elephant, and it's almost Christmas. So white elephants a good time to to bring that up. So yeah. here's the thing. 
I think that Blizzard swooping in and going, we can make a version of a MOBA that everybody's going to want to play is an act of hubris, not because they can't do it or shouldn't do it or anyone else could or couldn't, shouldn't or whatever couldn't do it. I think that esports in general, it is often forgot that most of it ends up happening grassroots and you can't force it to happen any other way. So league comes out of nowhere, not because a giant company decided to get into that space. It came out of nowhere because some people who worked on the original mod said, let's go do our own thing. And it took on a grassroots level kind of uh, appeal and it grew and grew and grew. And it's the behemoth that we have today and riots, this giant company. It's, a little bit disingenuous for me that to then follow immediately and say, well, what about valve valves, a giant company and they did it with Dota too. Yeah. But sometimes second is okay. They're still second by a long shot, by the way. They're, they're, they're not far behind. That's a, that's a close second. That's a, well, okay, sure. Fine. Whatever. Let's say they were both a hundred million for all I care. The, yeah. the point is then you're, then you're coming in third and you're blizzard going, well, we're blizzard. We can do this. It's kind of an act of hubris. Now, forget about all that because I love the game and I want to play it and I like it the way it is. But I do think that that's really hard to do and big companies forget or, you know, lose out on the idea that you that you can't just come into somebody else's yard and go, let me take this thing and do it. Even though technically they all did that to the mod that was in Warcraft 3 and Blizzard just sort of ignored it. Um, that was a mistake on their part. Absolutely agree, agree with that. But if you look at other projects they've created, other things they've done over the years, the groundbreaking stuff they've done, those were all efforts to make an amazing game that they couldn't wait to play themselves, and that's it. The entire motivating factor. It was never, we really need an action RPG into the market so we can compete and get a better uh, end result for our invest. No one talked like that back then. It was Diablo, what? That's a cool idea. Hey, these guys are making this one with weird claymation graphics. Okay, well, let's buy that team, bring them in here, and let's finish that game, but let's change it so it's a little more like hard fantasy, and let's make a game. I think we got something here. Ooh, iterate, iterate, iterate. Before you know it, you got this amazing new genre, and you created it yourself, and it's incredible. Look at World of Warcraft, same thing. They didn't go into that going, well, we can do, we can compete in the EverQuest space. They're like, no, we can make a game that's awesome, that has everything we want in it, and then it's a huge hit. I think they sometimes forget their, their way, and so what you have with Heroes is a really great game, but you have a company who's not putting all their faith into it as evidence today because they no longer, you know, their their original motivation was wrong. Same motivation they had for Diablo 3 was wrong. Their original motivation from a corporate standpoint was monetize it. Real life auction house, real money spent there. Bad idea, take it out. I hope Reaper Souls is okay, but we're going to cancel the next expansion anyway. Oh, Reapers was a huge hit. Well, we already canceled the other expansion. Like, those were probably the days we should have worried. And we're starting to see that trickle over because I think that's what's happening here. This is them going, well, you tried, but did you? Did you do it the way you used to try? No, I don't no. think so. I think it's a different kind of try. It's a kind of try that says, for hell or high water, whether we uh, uh, survive or drown, we're making the thing we want to play because we love video games and this is going to be rad. If that yep. was the approach and not, well, we got to have towers and we better have these MOBA things and we'll call it a brawler at first just to kind of different. Okay, we'll call it a MOBA. Like, it's just so, that part of it has never worked for me. The game itself, amazing. The designers are amazing. The art is amazing. All of that stuff is great. But that umbrella of how you put this into the world was always kind of broken. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, this is going to get controversial, but you know what, chat, you're already stirred up, so I'll say it. Their best map in the game is Towers of Doom. It's their most unmoba like map. 
Yeah, straight up. That's proof right there that you can innovate on this thing and find new ways of doing it and find new avenues. And you don't have to be tethered to the past. And go ahead. You all argue with me, but you all damn well know Towers of Doom is the best. Map it is the best game. map in the game. I agree. I with mean, you. I I wouldn't give it number one, but it's definitely a top tier. It's what would you S- give? S tier. What would you it's give? No, what would you give number one? What would top tier? I like. Be? Cur- I'm just like. There's something evergreen to me in my mind about Cursed Hollow. Yeah, I like Cursed Hollow. It's too, just it's the map some, I like the best. People right now arguing with me. You didn't even spell my name right. So what the <laughs> hell you know? Yeah, you put an H in there. All right, now you're fighting with them. Yeah, now we, we like them. You guys, everyone being civil and be nice. No, we love our audience. Our you guys out. aren't the problem. And I think Spirited Talk is, is good. I just, I, I just, I'm just feeling very bummed today. And I don't know. I'm trying not to let it bleed over into other expectations, but that's actually the problem with them doing it this way. And especially if they really left these guys out to dry the way it looks like they did, because that's just, that's just the kind, I don't want to support that. That's bad behavior. I already don't support. I I can't tell you the last time I bought an EA game, and I don't even have really a crusade or anything. I just I feel gross over there sometimes. I I really want to play Anthem, and I probably will. It'd probably be the first EA game I bought since. Oh my gosh, it's been so long, you guys. I, it may have been like Mass Effect Two or one of the Dead Space games or something. Well, actually, like, you just named a perfect example for why we're all going through a lot right now because we've seen this before with companies. BioWare used to be that company you put up there with Blizzard. Mm-hmm. This is a company that can do no wrong. Look at what they've done. Look at what they've made. They're a beautiful, wonderful, weird flower, and we should protect them and cherish them. And now BioWare's putting out a new game. Do you really care that it says BioWare on it? Do you know what you're getting with that anymore? Because they screwed up Mass Effect. They screwed up and, uh, Dragon Age, as far as I'm concerned. I, well, two. Yeah, the third Dragon one was Age all right. Was a little, uh, it, Inquisition yeah. was okay. One it was amazing. One was incredible. Two was a big problem. Three was pretty cool, okay. And I don't know what they're going to do next. But beside the point, like it's still got this now. Well, nobody talks about Bioware in the hushed, hallowed tones they used to. Nobody. Right. It used to be right up there with Blizzard. Now... I don't I wouldn't talk about them that way. Now I would approach a Bioware game with a level of skepticism. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't talk about it. Anyway, I would approach one? a Bioware game with a hint of skepticism. <laughs> uh, and well, I, this is it, it, oh, sorry. It does tell maybe it's a different conversation for another show, but it does the Bioware and Blizzard situation does bring up to me and games video games are works of art made by many people from top to bottom and the sense of auteurship when it comes to an initial vision from a company because companies that first begin and surf on the growth of their initial vision values, the cup, the games that they make does change as they, you know, we're seeing a lot of the people, the luminaries we know from blizzard retire and that's, it doesn't mean anything. Everyone has a career that lasts a certain period of time. Yeah. So, you know, if they're best minds, if there's no, you know, we have Jeff Kaplan on Overwatch. Like, to me, I don't play that much Overwatch. I think Overwatch is a tremendously well-made game and a huge success for the company, and it's great. And I, but to me, I love Jeff Kaplan, and he's, to be the auteur in a broad level, and there is a sense of that team, as long as it continues to do well, has that ownership on it. And you just wonder if something like Heroes suffered in that regard. I well, don't know. that, but... 
I don't want to get too broad of a stroke going here, but I'm going to say this anyway, okay? Mm-hmm. There are many, I think, this is Scott talking, everybody, some amazing things about um, capitalism generally. And generally speaking, I'm a big fan of the market will decide and everybody work hard and put your products out there and the best will win. And, you know, uh, there's more opportunity there, blah, blah, blah. I'm a big fan of that. However, this there's always a side effect to it. And the side effect to it is if you've got something that's special, be it rare and then gets bought by Microsoft or and then just blown into oblivion. Nobody cares about rare now because who cares what rare does? <laughs> they disappeared into the Microsoft system and that was it. Ensembles they made Sea of Thieves. Made Sea of Thieves and it didn't get received very well, although they got it's a new patch coming pretty. that looks really good. This new content looks great. Good luck to them, but I still don't even think of it as a rare game. It's so, you know, who knows what rare even is at this point. Um, same with Bioware. The doctors aren't there anymore. All the original guys are gone. What is Bioware? Like, Blizzard somehow was able to never become that yet. And it might just be inevitability that that's where you end up because it can't go forever. And if it could, you probably would have never, you know, tied your boat to a, another giant company to, to make things happen. And then would Blizzard be as big as they are if they hadn't done that? Probably not. Would WoW have tanked them or been too much to handle without a huge injection of, of uh, capital? Probably. I don't know. But, but one way or the other, we're probably just going to have to accept the idea that at some point, things get weird for everybody especially in this industry the all the ones you really admire i look at valve they're one of the, they're they're in that echelon right or they were and they're still a private company and they i think they've been smart to do that but they become the steam company and they just print right. money in steam every day and that's great it's hugely profitable for them but now they're being faced with new fresh and scary competition in the last couple of weeks and it has driven some really interesting narratives that are not in Valve's favor. And Valve's not really making games anymore. You could say the artifact is, but artifact isn't them really making games the way they used to. I guess you get big enough, and then this just happens. And maybe Blizzard finally got there. And it was the exact same time where Morheim went, okay, this isn't my company anymore. I, I can't do this. And he left. Speculation, I know. But I know enough about other stuff to know that that's part of it. I guarantee that's I mean, part of it. The thing becomes bigger than you, right? Especially corporate entity. Right. I don't know. I, I still think, you know, if you look at Dungeons and Dragons, and a lot of people might have looked at fourth edition as a misstep. They've they had a fifth edition release. I don't I think the games that game has never been healthier. It's never had better online tools, resources, content. So I, I don't want to be doom and gloom about Blizzard, about even heroes, like John said. There still may be a future where we have a competitive isometric top-down game that they revisit or comes up in the future where lessons learned from one get rolled into two. Yeah. Well, and keep know, in mind, I yeah, and I, and the yeah. and the company starts thinking that when they're not just making a game, they're also making a culture, and to kill the culture is no small thing. Right. Right. And, and especially to treat it, sometimes you have to. But I think the general consensus is the way it was handled this month is definitely not in line with their mission statement. Mm. And they have a very pronounced mission. I don't know it by heart, but generally speaking, it's probably about as Canadian as an American thing can be. So I'm just going off my instinct saying, like, you don't treat people like shit. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the sum up of it. <laughs> that's basically it. But it's also, you know, it's that every voice matters thing that I feel like is getting lost and has been for a while. And and again, I as I said before, I'm broad, I'm painting with a very broad brush here. I don't mm-hmm. normally like doing that. I don't like hyperbole. <clears throat> I'm as guilty of it as anybody sometimes. Oh, that hurt my back to do that. The cough. Um, but I, I just, what I want and what is happening might be not the same. <laughs> and, and, and this is somebody who, you know, I say this with so much history with Blizzard. This isn't just me being flippant. Like I'm this, I'm actually a little bit, I'm a little bit worried now, it doesn't mean it may not mean anything other than well, the face of it changes a little bit and it becomes a little more corporate, and they got to throw out some of their emissions. I mean, I don't know. Like at some point, you recycle out all the people that were there for that original culture, and what are you left with? Something new, anyway. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. All I know is like it. How I feel tonight. If you were to, if if I feel like this tonight, that I, if I feel this way next Wednesday, or uh, yeah, Wednesday that I do right now. That'll be oh, bad because I don't want to feel that way when we record. I want to feel and excited a- and pumped and ready. And it's and and it's some of that's up to me for sure. But mm-hmm. this stuff I'm reading today as it's coming out is really bugging me. And I'm not just talking about there are people in here just being dicks. I get that that will always happen no matter what the news is. But I'm talking about people who are verifiable owners of teams and verified players of teams and everybody in between. We're all a little bit shocked by this. And you're not going to hear a lot from Blizzard employees outside of maybe leaks or stuff, because why would they want to put their jobs in danger? They've already had a big bombshell today, apparently. They want to, you know, they want to keep their livelihood. So, eh. I don't know, man. I mean, but I I think one thing that's worth mentioning as we kind of wrap up talking about this, uh, because we do hear from a lot of people that say, I don't play Heroes, but I like your show. And I like listening to you guys talk. And I feel like, you know, obviously this is a lot of this comes down to Scott. I'm not going to speak for him, but I think it is safe to say that the three of us really like podcasting together. Oh, yeah. You two are two of my favorite people in the whole wide world. And uh, whatever happens, I'm sure we will find a way to continue to be dumb in front of microphones, whether it's talking about heroes or talking about something else. Yeah. I agree. You guys are my favorites too. Well, I completely 100% agree with that. When we when we started this and I suggested around that we maybe make a show out of our love of the game, um it was f- the first reason was because I really liked hanging with you two. Uh the second reason was there was this common beast known as heroes that we would all jam on and that was the only two reasons I needed. So, reason number 1 persists regardless. Uh, and I say this to listen to you guys and listeners, but yeah, that, that part is a, you know, we don't, we're not scaling back our team and we're not, we're not putting it maintenance mode and changing the cadence of it, uh, whatever, <laughs> but we're going to come up with, you know, we'll come up with whatever the future is as this stuff rolls out. But it's, I, I mean, let's just be honest. I, I think today could use a little honesty. I feel like it will be a little bit weird for a while, maybe just a little, I don't mean weird, like between us, but I mean, it's just, again, that elephant's in the room, and the one I'm talking about is the one that's visible, and I don't have to throw a flower on to see it. Well, I hate to tell you it is going to be weird between us because I have an announcement. I will be doing the show nude from now on. Sweet! And uh, <laughs> you won't be able to see anything, but you'll know it yeah. deep down in your heart. 
Will you throw and, you? Uh, will you throw powder or will you throw uh, flour on yourself so that just I can... every now and then just a dusting? <laughs> I was I was just gonna say I'm a I'm a I listen to a lot of the shows around heroes and I'd say if any one of us comes out of this surviving as a trio, it's us because sometimes we don't even talk about the game for the first time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> and if you're hearing this, if it's your first time here, we're very much tangent prone. Oh yeah. So you know the health of this game is good. Yeah, the game we're playing is is strong, and we strip all hope. poker evidently now, according to John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Strip, strip I'm poker. the last person that should be dusted with flour. By the way, <laughs> I am pale. I don't need to enhance that with powder. Oh, I thought I'm you already were looking oh. like powder. Oh, okay. I thought you were. In yeah. fact, I thought you were the guy. <laughs> I thought you guy. You were the guy in powder. Remember that movie Powder? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read yeah, a funny little umbrella. <laughs> That wasn't you? Okay. Uh, All right. Shaka Khan says John's being moved to a secret podcast project. <laughs> it's a mobile podcast. It'll be oh, no. mobile only. We'll see. It just really hit me. We'll see how it goes. All right. So here's what I suggest, because that was a huge discussion. We can file some of this stuff for next week. Some of this week. stuff we'll uh, talk about next week. We, the cadence will be changing, so we'll need some content for next week. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, this Sylvana Stitches reworks. We'll talk about those next week. That means we'll have a little more yeah. time with them. That's good. The X- XP changes are in. Uh, I My experience so far just listening around has been that most people are okay with them, and, and the doom and gloom was a little misplaced. Uh, I think maybe a little more time with it is also a good idea, so we can actually make a, a more, um, I don't know, final ruling on that. I'm very curious about what Kyle thinks because he's, and we'll talk to him tonight during games, but my impression from him is that he doesn't, he thinks it's all right. He thinks it's okay. And people like him that are all up in the, in the competitive areas I'm definitely not in. I, I take that stuff seriously. So anyway, there's a bunch of that. So we're, I think we'll save this plus whatever cadence comes out next week. Okay, right before I think the holiday. So, because I'm not expecting yeah. to hear any new announcements. It's been a little while since our heroes announced, right? It's like we got Orphea. We should be hearing something soon for the next hero. Yeah. Right. But the but, cadence uh, though. Yeah, the cadence of it. I am if we don't see any new content for a little bit following Winter's Veil, I wouldn't be surprised, even if it's just as the company decides what that cadence is gonna be effective this week yeah i guess one thing i will throw in just quick we don't have to go in depth about it but try out the event i actually really like this event Mm -hmm. yes the Mm -hmm. event is good the event is the best one they've done in my opinion which another reason why a lot of companies if something's about to shift or change they don't tell their employees because if they're in the middle of doing something cool rad or otherwise productive you don't want to stall or screw that up so Oh no! And I'm morale not, goes down. There's a good reason to not tell your employees about big changes until a critical date because you want them work. You know, people in the chat room are not going to like this because we're gamers. We're you know, no one tells us what to do. But employees in the working world, yeah, but we're also adults know, who understand can, adult things, and so we're talking yeah, about they can revolt thing. on you. And rabble rousers can make other trouble for other people, and you've got, you know. You get no productivity. Yeah, so. you don't tell Hector in in IT that hey, we're letting you go in six months, but keep keep cranking it, keep doing that yeah. great job you're doing. It's not going to go well. So I you so can I, hate it or love it, or but that's how it works. <laughs> I, 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 speaking as someone who has worked professionally as a manager in the corporate world, I don't know if the two of you have had the pleasure, right? But well, I'm in deep. Information is withheld 
on a constant basis. You oh, are yeah. always not in the know, even if your manager seems like the most affluent, yeah, kind of guy. He yeah. has secret. He or she has secrets. What if it'll be I like? Confirm. Yes, I, I wonder if uh, as a manager, I have secrets. <laughs> yeah, you do. Of course, you do. Yeah, I do. I, I, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say, I forgot what i was gonna say oh i wouldn't be surprised if blizzard had to cut something like every voice matters off their thing and it's not unprecedented like google did this with their don't be evil slogan which was very famous for years and years and years and now they don't have it anymore so who had don't be evil yeah they got rid of it it was google who had that google did oh they decided to be evil back in the what a subjective, non-specific thing like evil. Well, that's, I know, and I want you yeah. to really think about that, Bo. It's Jeez. something extremely subjective, and they felt compelled to remove it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had it. They had it back in the '98. Whenever those guys were still in college, it was like this really high-minded college kid thing to do, and say, "Yeah, we're just, we're going to be one of those companies that's never evil. It's all good all the time." And then. Now they're put in a position where they got to do weird, underhanded stuff to get in certain markets. You want to be in China, you got to do some funny stuff to get over there and have your stuff still banned. And it's just like, well, all right, I guess we can't. It's just too big of a thing. So they should have a new one that just says, try not to be overtly twirling your mustache Hitler evil. At least we could narrow it in a little bit because now they have to do things that are a little questionable. It's a tough mustache to twirl. It is. Yeah. So not a, not a good twirling one. Actually. So whatever that's worth, it's we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, see. I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Bo. Yeah. No, I think that was it. I just in closing, I, you know, it's still a, Blizzard's still a company I respect greatly. They've treated me. I've had I've made more friends and had more positive experiences out of playing Heroes of the Storm than I've ever had from any game ever, and I'm very grateful to Scott and to John to do the show and for uh, I'm going to call I'm going to say lashes in particular but to the community team who supported the community around heroes it's been the best experience I've got this sweet sweater that Jillian she makes all that cool rad stuff she sends to the community uh, mm -hmm. people for their events that's amazing yeah. it's a lot of hard work goes into that and 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 I'm grateful for it so there's no regrets yeah well, just I don't, any, I don't have any regrets about nothing. Just disappointment. I have a couple. But I had some stuff in high school. I could go back and change. I would. <laughs> That's different. Yeah. There's some regrets in life. Yeah. There's always a few. Man, I, oh, I went through some regrets today, actually. I found in, in, in just shortly after high school, we decided we'd make an e-zine, like a website oh, yeah. that would contain all of our edgy teenage stuff. Yeah. Uh, I found all, it's bad. It's oh, so bad. I want to see so it. It's so bad. Yeah, I might share some that. with you privately, but that stuff can't get it on okay, the internet. Okay, okay. No, I, I, I promise you. My eyebrows flew off because I was cringing so hard. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I swear. Here I will and now. tell you what the name of the project is just to give you a scope. Okay. It was our online magazine. This is like 1990s internet called Weedazine. Weedazine? There was weed everywhere. <laughs> this is so good. This is so good. It was a GeoCity site. You got it, Blue Goose. It was up on geocities.com slash weedazine. Yeah. If you find the Wayback Machine, maybe it's in there. But uh, Weedazine. Like, we're all you. glad sometimes that um, we were a certain age when the internet and social media got prevalent. Yeah. yeah. See, Some if I was. Are incredibly thankful that their live journals could be deleted. <laughs> 
and are no I, longer a thing. If I was born 10 or 20 years later, I'd be a SoundCloud rapper called Mad Dignified, yo, yeah. or something like that. You would be. Uh, mm-hmm. Here. Just saying. Here's the... Smoke weed every day. That's It just repeated <laughs> that when you went there. It was like an old wave file and a rotating GIF skull. Oh, All right. And yes, the site did have an automatically playing wave file. Oh, oh nice. Did it have the little under construction GIF with the guy shoveling dirt? No, but it had a web visitor counter on it oh, and yeah. a guest book. Did, <laughs> you, uh, did you lie about the starting position of the counter? Uh, no, no. Oh, but okay. I put a message on there and be like, that's not nearly effing enough. Start oh. visiting the site. <laughs> Get more people to the site. So here's a fun little fact while we're talking about uh, things that happen. I got a, uh, when I was well, probably 13 or so, I got a cease and desist letter from Nintendo. Oh, uh, really? For what? I had I had a Pokemon website. Oh, my Lord. And I thought it would be really fun if on my Pokemon website, there would be a battle between two Pokemon and you would vote for who you wanted to win the battle. And at the end of the week, when I announced who won the poll, I would do a Photoshop of the Pokemon that had lost looking real beat up like a black eye and a scar and a cut. And then the, the winning Pokemon with a belt, a championship belt. And apparently Nintendo doesn't like you making alterations to their official art. Uh. And they told little 13 year old John, we love your website. Cut it out. Yeah. Knock it off. No, they're still that way. That's Nintendo's famously that way now still. So you, you just got an early taste of it when the internet was fresh. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'd love knowing they that cut about their you. Teeth on you, basically. Yeah. The one thing we can all find uh, joy in for anybody, anybody who's down about the heroes' news, to just tie it all back. If you want to find some solace and peace and joy in this world, find the little pocket of innocence that is the fact that the original Space Jam website it's remains up there. and right. unaltered yep. from its original appearance. Yep. This Go to true. it. Visit it. Welcome to the jam mm-hmm. uh, and enjoy. Yeah, it's great. It still exists. Let's see if I can find it. Here it is. Check it out, the chat room. Oh, wait. Checking your browser before accessing. It's, oh, no. There DDoS it is. protection by Cloudflare. So look at that. It's a uh, look at this repeated background GIF business. Yeah. Oh, this is real it's bad. So good. Yeah. It's the best website. It's really pretty It's the great. best website. It's pretty great that they've kept that up there. There's a coloring book in there. There's all sorts of fun it's things. Very weird. Um, all right. Well, Bo, you have to share that stuff with us. I've only gotten two takedown notices in my life. One was from DC Comics saying I <clears throat> wasn't allowed to draw a fat Batman. Uh, well, that was a few years ago. Many years ago, actually. And then the other one I got was from... Um, who is the lawyer in Florida that hated video games? Uh, Ra- uh, Thompson. Uh, Jack Thompson. Jack Thompson sent me a cease and desist for a Photoshop contest we had where it put his head on like people doing dumb stuff. And he, t- and he gave me a cease and desist, and we still did it because I didn't think he was going to do anything, and I was right. He didn't do a damn thing. Yeah, because he got disbarred. What a tool. What an a-hole. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. A reminder that this weekend we have a There Will Be Dungeons happening with myself, Bo, John, Kristen, and Kyle. Uh, this is a thing that happens all the damn time. So if you have interest in watching us play Dungeons & Dragons, it is happening Saturday at 3 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 2 p.m. Pacific. <clears throat> or, uh, yeah, that's right. And it's, uh, it's a three-hour affair, and we have a great time. 
and they're like 42 episodes now, or this will be their 42nd episode, I think. So gum check, gum, come check it out. Bring your gum, chew it, and enjoy Dungeons and Dragons with Bo Schwartz's fine world he's built for us. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you all for listening. If you like this show, you like what we're doing, and you don't even play Heroes anymore, that's fine. Go over to our patreon.com slash core show site. That's where you can support us. We appreciate everyone who already does, and if you haven't, consider it. That's at patreon.com slash core show. For everything else, go to heroesforyou.com. It's going to do it for us, for me, for John, for Bo. Stick around and watch us play games. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question.